Welcome everyone, um, Be'ezus Hashem, today we're going to learn a special, wonderful uh, parts of a beautiful Sefer that was written by the brother of the Maral. His name was Reb Chaim, he wrote a Sefer called Sefer Achaim on Rashi, and he also wrote this, which we put here before before you here, called Igeras Teal. It's a very short Sefer, but has tremendously profound insights in them. If you look at the Agdama, it seems that he wrote this. I believe Sefer Chaim was also in that period, because Chaim means life. It, 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 he, it was in the time of a pandemic. They actually had a pandemic where the yeshivas got closed, and people were, um, the kfiyas and the yeshivas ended, and they ran away, and they were spread all over the place. And he said, he said that, that he, it was hard to learn Bloim Kaishalalacha. But nevertheless, because there was a fear of death, nevertheless, to be uh, he writes to be bottle and the bottom of the you can't even be a bottle tired for one day because the tired protects you from Peronius, it saves you from the Malachamavis. And he wrote a safer here of what he heard from his Rebbe's. And he calls it the Gerasatil and so on and so forth. But it's fascinating. So I left Agdama in there for you to read on your own, uh, where he discusses that pandemic and um, and about how he decided to write that safer during that time. So we're not going to learn the whole safer. In the version that I gave you, it's 20 pages. But we're going to take pieces. So you're all welcome to learn as you wish to learn it. And we're just going to th- go through a few of the p- pieces here. One of them is in the Aleph, in the paragraph that says Arusa Bas Yisrael. So we're going to learn that. It says Arusa Bas Yisrael, if someone is an Arusa, Arusa means in those days, now we have the Kedushin and the, uh, and the Nesuin in one, one step, basically, or one night. In those days, they had something called an Arusa. You were Mekadish and Isha generally with a ring. Ariat Mekudashesli, then there was a generally within a 12 month period preparing for the Hasana, and then there was an Asuan, which is with Chuppah and, and the final marriage. During that time, she's an Arusa, and during that time, the Chumrah of the Ashes Ish Isser of living with an Arusa that's engaged, really, the word engaged is not really right, but betrothed, betrothed, betrothed to a, a man, there's an Isiskila there if someone lived with her. But when she's already fully married, there's an Iser Chenek. Iser Chenek is a lighter Misa than Iser Skila. So it says, Arusa Bas Yisrael Matzinu Shuh Beskila, Chamura, it's more a uh, more stringent punishment. On a Sua, while a married woman, who Bechenek Hakal, is with Chenek, which is a lesser um, punishment of the Misa's Bezin. And the question is, why is it like that? Right? If you're married fully as an Asua, you're more stronger connected. You're a bigger, quote-unquote, ish, a married woman. So that chait should be stronger, and the einish should be stronger when she's fully married as opposed to when she's just an Arusa. So why is it the case that the einish is stronger and harsher when she's an Arusa and someone lives with her? Vatam, and the reason is, the fishakol mashe nimshuhu eivri avera yoisa hana, yachmerleim gamkena kosova einish lefigoidl hana osai. 
Now, the way it works is, is that the more Hana, the Avera, gets you, the more Chomer the Einish is when you violate and perform a Nisr and has that Hana. If someone tries to be Mazana, generally speaking, with a married woman that already has the husband fully in her Rishus and they're living together as husband and wife, then the Noyef, the one who's committing the sin, will be quick, will be rushed, will be concerned somewhat. The husband may catch them. So therefore the Hanoah is somewhat less because there's the fear of the husband on them. There are psukim in Mishle that describes this phenomenon. Avla Rusa, however, so the, the Baal is not around. She's living still by her parents or alone, whatever the case may be. She's not in her husband's house, not near him at all. So there's no Ema there. And therefore the Hanoah is stronger. That's why it's roi for more chamadik misa. For this reason, we also see which is a fascinating thing. We paskin that, um, well, it's really machlekes uh, whether herig is the most lighter misa or chenek is. But either one, it's it's a lighter misa. And if someone is committed to his misa is herig. So the question is, murder is a terrible sin. It's one of the three cardinal sins. So shouldn't the Misa be Beskila, a more stringent Misa? Why is it only with Hereg? There's no question that Ritzicha is a terrible sin. The answer is, is because nevertheless, as terrible as the sin is, there's a certain fear. So he'll, you know, he won't, Hanna of it is somewhat less because he'll try to, just as generally speaking, um, do it quickly in case he'll fight back or he'll be known. So it's the Hanoah is somewhat less, so the Einish is somewhat less. You see from here, from this paragraph, a Yesoid, that um, that the Einish comes according to the, what the Hanoah originally was. And it's very important, and it's actually a Melitz Yishan Klayisol very often, that, um, and, and it's not an excuse, but some people who sometimes do dishonest things, and they no excuses for it, but the bottom line is, is there's a big difference when they're doing it when they're, let's say, ultra-wealthy, and they nevertheless scam people and extort money from people and so on and so forth, is much worse of a hate than someone who's financially very tight and struggling and scams people that way. No excuse for either one of them, obviously, but as far as the English is concerned, there's a big, big difference between the two. You're a wealthy guy, you have everything you need, everything you want, and nevertheless you're just doing it for the sake of enjoyment to scam and rob people, while the other one may be doing it out of necessity because they barely could put food on the table. So that's this one you say. The next one, Ani Avdecha Ben Amasecha, fascinating insight. We say, David Amel says, I'm the servant, the son of your maid, Amasecha, of your Shifcha. He is Nesiaches to his mother, calling her Amasecha. So David was connecting to the Nekeva, 
Why? Lahagid. Even though she he came from Rus, he is not possible. Because the Russia that they darshan then is Mayavi Mayavis. It came really from was Niskala then. So the whole hetter of David Amelech being Royal Amalchus to be Roy to become a king from Klayisral is because of the fact that Rus came from the Mayavi roots of him came from Rus who was an Akeva, and that's why David is stressing Ben Amasecha. I am the son of your Shifcha, of your Amasecha. The Amasecha also doesn't say it over here, but Rus referred to herself when she talked to Bayaz. It says Amasecha. When he want, she want, she hinted that she wanted Bayaz to marry her to spread your cloak over your maidservant. So she herself called herself that. So here, clearly, the Amasecha is a reference to Rus Hamayavia. And David was saying, Aniyavducham, the servant Ben Amasechta, Amasecha, the son of your maidservant, meaning from Rus Hamayavia, who called her that, to hint to the fact that he was Roy Lamalchus. Because Mayavi Veloy Mayavis. Bez is a fascinating psychological insight about how Hano works, how addiction works, how self-pleasuring works, and so on and so forth. It says, Beten Rishon Techser. The stomach of a wicked person is always missing. So he's touching it, Alpidrush, that it means that he's missing a stomach. He's literally missing his stomach. So it seems here, when you read it, that it seems to be like a what we call a Melsa de Bedichasa, like sort of a, a pleasant, uh, light comment, but it, there's a lot of depth to it. Pirish, harishoim alalu, misavim taiva kalayoim. They're constantly desiring things. Okashamolu kareisam mihadanim. When they fill up their stomachs with all types of delicacies. Let's say someone had a real big chulant, right? With all the kishka and the chulant and everything, and he's stuffed to the gills after the kiddush. Comes home, his wife happens to be also a very, very good cook, has another excellent meal there. So Amr, what do they say? I wish I would have another stomach to fill up for the for the for the for the more food that I that I would like. So they're literally missing a betan. So this is just a phenomenal psychological insight that 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 they never feel the idea of what taiva actually happens. Hashem created Baruch Hashem's stomach, and that you should fill it the healthy ways to fill it, not fully, but you still have a severe, a satisfying, not an overbloating feeling, but a satisfied feeling. And that, that and to thank Hakadosh Baruch Hu for that, and and on Shabbos certainly to enjoy the thing. But when you're doing it to a point where you 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 know you went to Kiddush and you had ten blintzes. And uh, and wh- whatever else you had, then you're invited to another vart that you have to pop into, and you see excellent food there. And sometimes the you give a little krechts. Oh, I filled myself up already with that. I wish I'm full already. I wish I would have another stomach. So this is just the concept of the way taiva works, and overindulgence works, and we have to be careful about it. In gimel, we're going to do the first part of it, and this is a big limud on the Maisa Egel, where HaKadosh Baruch was saying, the fact, despite the fact that you sinned by the Maisa Egel, I love you forever. And because, and, and there's Melitzis Yosha, what Egel really was, but here it says, Gam Eile Tishkochachna. 
So the rest of the Pasuk is, This I will forget, but you, but I won't forget. So he darshes the Pasuk like this, I will forget the Eila. What does that mean? Perish. I will forget the sin of the Eagle. Shekosov Eila Elohecha Yisrael. When they sinned by the Eagle, they said this: the calf is Elohecha Yisrael. So Eila, the word Eila from that pasuk, Eila Elohecha Yisrael, hints to the Cheta Eagle. So Hashem is saying, Gam Eila, even that Eila, even that Cheta Eagle, Tishkochachna, I will forget. I will be Michael. But va'anoichi lo yeshkochech. The anoichi, referring to the aseres hadibris, anoichi Hashem alikecha. Shal yeshkoch ma'isesine. I'll never forget the ma'isesine the way you were makabel the Torah with nasa v'nishma. Shekosaboy anoichi Hashem alikecha. So it's a beautiful pshat in the pasuk. Gam eila tishkochachna. Even the ma'isa eagle, which is in the, the of eila, I will forget. But va'anoichi, the anoichi Hashem lekecha, the fact that you were with me by matan taira, that I won't forget. That is much deeper. No chait can erase the kedusha that came through matan taira. So that's another beautiful rayon from this sefer. So we're going to continue on, and we're going to do. Um, give me a moment here. The hiratzin. Let's go to Yud, Ois Yud. So we say but after Shemayna Asrei, and we go back th- three steps, and we say, That should be your will, that the base of Migdash should be built. And It's a minute to say this after the Tefillah of Shemayna Asrei. After you go back three steps. Why? Vatam. Why do we do that? It's known that Nebuchadnezzar walked three psiyas to cover Hashem. I think this was a letter with Sancheirev where he put uh, the king, uh, he wrote to a king and he put Hashem's name second. And Nebuchadnezzar covered HaKadosh Baruch who said no, walked three psiyas and said no, you should put Hashem's name first. And because of those Gimel psiyas, he was quote-unquote, Zeicha, first of all, Zeicha to a great Malchus, and because of that, and that caused, he was the Shliach that destroyed the base of Migdash. And and now this person, every Yid, every every Jew, that prays to his Creator, we also uh, step back three steps. And what we're trying to say is, is that he rotsin, that which the base of should be built, meaning that these three psias, these three as covet, I'm turning, you know, I'm, I'm walking back, these three psias that I'm walking back, through these psias, it should counteract Nebuchadnezzar's psias and and the Beis Hamikdash should be rebuilt. Hashamim, the, the Beis Hamikdash that was destroyed, Ayadei Psias Shaloi Serasha was destroyed because of the schus of those footsteps of the Vuchanetzar. So our three steps is counteracting, is counteracting those footsteps, and 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 it's a kapara for it. And that is the connection of saying this. In that, in that, uh, uh, to counteract that. Then we're going to do now 
Lamed. Uh, again, you can learn all the others as well. They're beautiful tyrus. Ice Lamed is a tremendous yesaid about the Kedusha, the holiness of Lashon Kaidish, of the holy language, which is an intrinsic language. Lashon HaKaidish. Nikra Kain. Why is it called the holy tongue? Shaloi Nimtza Lashon Zeh Shem Yuchid Le'ervasa Ish Va'isha. There's no real direct word um, that um, um, is means the erva of the ish or the isha in a in a you know negative way. or not which means the excretions, the urine or the feces. It's written in a way that's very, um, very, very um, modest. So, for example, for urine, it's called meharaglayim, the 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 water of the legs. You know, like very, very, um, or 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 the actual intimate relationship is called bia, or someone like zavayovay or vayeda, and so on. Very, very betzniyistic, very, very bakavadik in the way it's expressed. So to all the names of Hakadosh Baruch Hu are in Lashon Kodesh. Tzvakais, Shakai, Elyon. V'chein sheinus v'asam alochem Hakadoshin k'may refoil, Gavriel, al sheim agvura, v'arafua v'agvura because of refua agvura. V'chein oves Hakadoshin. So to oves Hakadoshin k'may Adam. Min Adama nilkach Adam was taken from Adama. Avram is the nutrikan of Avhamoin Goyim. Yitzchak is a lotion of rejoicing, Kalashemei Yitzchakli. Their names represent concepts also that are intrinsic to Lashon Kodesh. V'chein kulam, lo yitachnu sheimas halalukim v'loshon ha-Kodesh. These are names that are only shayach in Lashon Kodesh. And gam kedushas ha-Tayra u-mitzvaisav lo'initnu b'sinai rak v'loshon ha-Zeh. And in the kedusha of the Tayra, the mitzvahs was only written in this lotion. Now, what it means by intrinsic, you know, you learn in the beginning of Bereshis that Adam Harishan had a tremendous chachma and he called names for every single Bria. And people wonder, what's the big chachma? So he named them. The answer is, is that they named them according to their shayrish of what they really were. So Lashon Kaidish is rooted in the Oisiyos, the, the Aleph through Taf, and the Mansapach, which is the Endemem and the Nun and so on, 27 Oisiyos in total. That 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 comprise the whole tsura of the bria, and the whole lashon kodesh is through the tsiraf of those ICIs. So, for example, when Adam called a, a an axe a shur shin vav reish, that means Adam Rishon saw in the panemius of what the essence of that axe is, that the bria of that axe and the shirish of it comes from the ice of shin. And then afterwards the ice vav, and then afterwards the ice reish in that particular order, those particular ices that are intrinsic to what an axe is. And that's what it means that it's an etzem loshen. So, for example, in English, um, axe, ox, means nothing. It's arbitrary. There's no, there's no, um, deep meanings in what a O is versus what a X is or why it's called an ox as opposed to, opposed to being called a, a Yehupitz. You could have called an ox a Yehupitz, made no difference. And, but but the Shoyer, Shin Vav Reish, was intrinsic to it. The Raya is also with, like he said, Ish is a man, and then Isha is because Kime Ish Nel Kalchazais, the Isha was taken from an Ish. 
Another example, we have another example, a table. A table, T-A-B-L-E in English, or a tish even, in T-I-S-H in Yiddish, has no intrinsic meaning. These are words that were adopted, started from the Yemei Haflaga and onward, and it has no mean, meaning. The word table is not connected to what the essence of a table actually is at all. Tish, even in Yiddish, has no connection to what a table actually is. But Shulchan, yes. Because if you look deeply, this I heard originally from Ramesha Wolston's Algazan Zayn, Shulchan, Shin Lamet, sums the root of Shin Lamet Ches, which means to send. Hashem is sending you something. When you look at a table and it's laden with food, let's say you're by, a, by, a, by, a, by a Shabbos meal, and you see the food and you see everything there, and Baruch Hashem, you have what to eat, and you wash and you eat, and then you make Berchas Amazon, you realize you're looking at the table and you're saying, Shulchan, Hashem is sending it to you. Hashem is sending the, you the food on the table. It's a beautiful rayon. But the idea being is that the word shulchan, shin, lamed, ches, and the nun, in that order, that's brought in, uh, uh, brought in Parshish Truma with the shulchan in the Mishkan, and then ultimately in the Beis HaMikdash, but even the shulchan of a person is telling you this. Hashem send it to you. Hashem is sending you the food. So Lashon Kaidish is an intrinsic Lashon, meaning that the words themselves, the oisius, the tzirif of the oisius, have deep, wondrous meaning. And, and it has a special kedusha to it. And it has intrinsic meaning. And the more you learn, it, it, it's like mind-boggling how deep that is. So, for example, like the Baal Shem Tis Taira, Tzayar Tasa you should make a light for the Teva, to them either a window or a, or, a, or a precious stone. So it's spelled Tzadik Hei Reish. You should make a light. So it's not unintentional that the same letters could say the word tzara, tzadik reish to be maramas to you, that in every tzayar, in every tzara rather, in every tzara, there is a tzayar, there is a light. You could transform that darkness of a tzara into the light of a, of a, you know, a beautiful light. Or Ritzay. Ritzay is a lotion of being wanted by a Kaddish Baruch Hu, be desired or accepted by a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Same letters. It's not arbitrary. It's with Hashkacha Pratis. Tzadik, hey, Reish. Reish, Tzadik, hey. Tzadik, Reish, hey. Three words that mean three different things, but they're all connected in the same word to teach you that there's a connection between the two. It's brought down, for example, and we're going to end off the share with this, that tzaddikim have, a, have an ability to be what we call mamtik dinim, take judgments and sweeten it. So one of the famous varts that I think from the Mezuchim Magid, the how do they do this? They see, for example, uh, nega. Nega is a lotion like a nega tzaras, nun gimel ayin, which is a nega tzaras. It's something negative. It's a punishment, and it's given for Lashon Hara, and the word nega very often is used in Lashon Kaidish and in the Teichachas and the way the Nevi'im and other Svarim represent as negative things, afflictions, not just nega tzaras of leprosy, but afflictions, nega, I'm going to bring the nega, like the Negoim on Mitzrayim and so on and so forth, but the same oisius of nega is oineg, pleasure, 
And what a tzaddik sometimes does is he knows how to be mitzaref the oisius and transforms the nega into a oineg. All these things are hashkacha pratis in the tziref of the chachma of the oisius. And everything is bahashkacha pratis and intrinsic. Intrinsic means it's be'etzem that way. That it has that kedusha be'etzem that way. And that's very something very important to, to, to know. And even, you know, we're not going to learn um, the next ice inside, but the idea that Avraham was first called Avram, not Bemikra. He ruled over 243 of his limbs. And then when he became Wazaycha to the Mila, he got the hay that he was able to now rule on the other five, um, you know, the, 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 the eyes and the, and, the, and the mouth and so on and so forth. He had a Shlita over that. It's again Hashkacha Pratis that Avram is Isis Ramach of 248 mitzvahs. The Taryag uh, is 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 um, Bashkacha Pratis. Everything. So when you know this and you start learning Svarim like the Bnei Yisachar and other Svarim like that that go through Gematrius and Ramazim, we realize that it has a very very deep rich meaning to it, and it brings a lot of richness to our um, appreciation of what Tyra is, and what Lashon Kaidish is, and um, and this is a beautiful Rayan. And Mir Hashem, there's a few more that I would want to give Mir Hashem on this Sefer, that we'll let Mir Hashem give, and um, it should be with a bracha and atzlacha, and have a wonderful day.